Welcome. I am so excited for what I have for you today. So the Summer Break series is here, and this week I'm going to be sharing with you two amazing friends who are co-laborers in Christ. The first is Tisha Vanderweep. She's a Christian writer, speaker, and teacher. She's also the founder of Well Communicators, a diverse collective of speakers, teachers, and worship leaders. And originally, she's from Trinidad and Tobago. Tisha is married to Harold, who's from the Netherlands, and they live in the Woodlands, Texas, where they homeschool their two teenage sons, Julian and Aiden. Tisha's writing and speaking style makes scripture relatable to real life while encouraging and challenging the reader or the listener. Her work in ministry extends from homeless at-risk women in Houston, Texas, to expat wives in Budapest, Hungary, to rural villagers in Malawi, Africa, and women across the U.S. Amazing. And if you like what you hear, which I know you will, Tisha was also a guest on the podcast in season one. She was on episode 17. And I'll be putting in the show notes all the ways that you can follow her and the amazing work that she's doing. Now, in addition, we also are going to be having singer-songwriter Shel McGovern with us today in the version of a song that she shared. It is powerful. It is a powerful voice and a powerful message. She is, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, when I first heard this song, I felt like like I already knew it, like it was speaking for me. It just kind of reached down into my spirit, and I think you're going to want to know more about her as well. So Shel McGovern is a singer-songwriter from Long Island, New York. Uh, she has been leading worship at the Journey Church for nearly 20 years. She has been married to her husband, Mike, for 23, and has three children, Aiden, Liam, and Blake. Shell is a music teacher, a piano instructor, and has recently published her first book called When I Listened. Uh, I'll also be giving you all of her social media information in the show notes so that you can follow her and look into all that she's been doing. And I believe in the future, Shell is going to be on the podcast as a guest. At least we're talking about it. So anyway, settle back and settle in. I have such a beautiful time for you. It's powerful and it's worth, if you can quietly sit somewhere and really pay attention, it's worth it. It's not going to be as long as one of my regular episodes. I I just want to say again how important it is to collaborate. I love linking arms with people and giving them a stage, giving them a platform and I'm so excited that during a time where I feel God's asking me to rest a little bit, which is biblical, so that I can continue to share this podcast with you all over the world, that I am able to co-labor with my other friends who are following their calling and, and they're, they're working for the Lord. And together, we're going to reach the world with his love. That is what we're trying to do. And so when I can give a chance for you to get to know somebody uh, else that I just really appreciate and admire for, for their talents and the worth that they give to their craft, uh, it's exciting to me. So I get to do that every single week for all of July. And I, I'm going to turn it over now to Tisha. Hi there. My name is Tisha Vanderreep. I'm a writer, speaker, and the founder of The Well Communicators. 
I'm based in Houston, Texas, where I live with my husband and our two teenage sons. I want to talk to you today about Rahab the prostitute. Rahab has so much to teach us about a godly perspective, and we'll find her story in Joshua 2. The Israelites had wandered the wilderness for 40 years. Moses had passed away and Joshua was now in charge. God was finally going to allow the Israelites to enter into the promised land. So they gathered on the banks of the Jordan River. And on the other side of the river was Jericho, where Rahab lived. Joshua sent two spies into Jericho and they came to the house of Rahab the prostitute. Rahab hid Joshua's spies from the king's soldiers and helped them escape safely. But she wanted something in return. She wanted to be saved, her and her family, to live with the people of Israel. And for me, the beauty of the Rahab story rests on one line. Joshua 2.15 says, So she let them down by a rope through the window, for the house she lived in was part of the city wall. If you're anything like me, you're probably thinking, what a wonderful coincidence. She had the perfect address. She was in the perfect position to help the spies. So I decided to look into what living in the city wall was like. And it turned out that the city wall was the worst place to live because it would be the first place to be attacked. So the least important, most disposable people lived in the city wall. People like lowly prostitutes, like Rahab. I'm sure she used to look at the nobility in the center of town and she wondered what must it be like to not be a sitting duck all the time? Especially when she saw all these Israelites amassing across the Jordan. Those Israelites with their mighty God. I know I would have wondered. So many of us are discontent with our positions or our circumstances. We wonder about how come she gets this and I don't? Or we get really nitpicky as we play this comparison game. Something's always wrong with our lives. We get hypocritical. We don't feel like we're in the right position or the right kind of person. I'm too old or too young. I'm too this or that. We get so busy in our heads focusing on where that other woman is, that we forget to focus on where God has us. When we rely on God and his word, we'll always find ourselves in the right place to give him glory. Too young? Look at Timothy. Too old? There's Sarah. Too poor? Jesus and all his disciples ministered from place to place without even carrying a bag. Paul wrote, I've learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, 
whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do everything through him who gives me strength. That's Philippians 4, 11 to 13. We too can do everything through Jesus who gives us strength. You know, Rahab, she believed in this foreign God of the Israelites. And so she relied on him as well. In this strength of this foreign God, she saved the spies, saved her whole family, and created a whole new legacy for herself. And unlike someone who had more wealth or higher status, a better reputation, and a better address in the city, she was in the position to do what she did because she was in that vulnerable position in the wall. One neighborhood over and she wouldn't have had the opportunity she had. And so it's the same with us. Another thing about Rahab living in the wall that struck me was where her window faced. If she lived anywhere but in the wall, her view would have been insular and insulated, looking out at her pagan society. Living in the wall allowed her to look beyond the wall. It gave her the opportunity to turn her back on her own godless culture and look out to the majesty of a God that would save his people in mighty, mighty ways. We feel so discontent with where we are sometimes that we never take stock of the view. Jericho's walls came tumbling down, Rahab's house included, and she then moved on to a new home with a new people. Check out Matthew 1. There you'll find Rahab's name in the genealogy with King David and King Jesus being from her line. So it's like this. We are where we are, either because we're right where God wants us to be or because we aren't seeing where he wants us to be. When we get caught up comparing ourselves to others or feeling discontent, we can miss the opportunities that being where we are affords us and we could miss the opportunities to move where God wants us. So the next time you find yourself feeling dissatisfied or discontent, or you find yourself playing the comparison game, think about Rahab, the lowly prostitute in the city wall, and fix your eyes on Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you so much for the constant encouragement that comes from your word. Please let it penetrate our hearts, draw us closer to you so that we may grow in our godly perspective, that we may see you wherever we are and find contentment, not just contentment, Lord, but joy in all circumstances. May we be salt and light. And just share you with the world that you may be glorified. 
and we may just grow closer and ever closer to you. In Jesus' holy mighty name we pray. Amen. You didn't have to save me Couldn't left me on my own You found me in the shadows You came in like a flood You washed away my dirty Now I'm living loved and free No matter what comes my way now I will stand and worship my King Hallelujah, hallelujah When your love takes my breath away Hallelujah, hallelujah When I can't see beyond my pain Hallelujah, hallelujah You rescued my soul from the grave And you will have my praise Hallelujah for grace My cup runs over With grace I can't contain Sometimes I'm crying Father, give me strength For one more day Regardless of the measure It's more than I deserve it So I'm lifting my hands up high Be glorified Can't see beyond my pain 
Hallelujah for 